Back up, please. Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of Busy Nation Dhando Takoro Kro. This is Ritika with my friend Abhishek. Hello everyone. What a time to record this one. It's 11:30 in the night in India where I'm about to hit the bed and it's 5:30 from not wrong in Australia where uh, well it's a slightly a contrast. You might hear a few yawns and uh, an over excited Ritika on the other end. Yeah, right. I'm sure that you might hear a few yawns from my side also. And like, uh, there is a listener of ours, Ashok, who says that I have this lazy drawl while talking. So now the lazy drawl is going to become <laughs> lazier this time, <laughs> with added with yawns. Just, just take care that your neighbors don't wake up. That's all. Because the introduction was completely juicy, lah. So it's too early in the morning for you to be shouting that that loudly. Before we start, a very happy new year to all our listeners. It's the beginning of 2010, and uh, meanwhile, we are celebrating the new year by bringing you the year-end special with our countdown of the top 10 business news that made headlines in 2009. Yeah, it's like people would be wondering. Uh, people would be wondering this is more like Indian standard time. You tell somebody to come at 11 in the morning for a meeting, they line up at 11:45. So we are doing this on January 11th <laughs> or January 12th now, when a good almost a fortnight has passed. will not only take you through the top stories of last year but also what uh, is there uh, what is in store for them uh, the coming year and uh, the year later so let's see what what do we have on our plate today i think you've uh, dug out some 10 stories let's start with the first one yes the year 2009 started with the unpleasant incident of mr ramalinga raju and he was arrested for his 7000 crore fraud 2009 ended with the pleasant news of tech mahindra buying the uh, company and bringing a relief to all the employees and the hazard customers of satyam right i mean i think the best uh, the, the one line that i remember from all the fiasco is just uh, that he had written in his the, the pdf file that was circulated everywhere mm. uh, the will or uh, what do you say the confession letter that satyam uh, founder or satyam had wrote and he had this one line which said that it was like uh, riding a tiger without knowing how to get off without being eaten mm-hmm. and uh, so <laughs> that's one thing is because uh, one lie led to the other and they, they just kept lying and uh, they had some 15000 odd employees on their payroll which were who were fictitious and obviously thousands of crores of uh, money which was siphoned off to its infrastructure arm mitas that is satyam spelled backwards Yes, and what set the scam apart from others was that uh, the manner in which it was handled by the Indian government, and they quickly set up a board to take care of the company's uh, sale. And it was also uh, termed that the scam was more of a Raju scam rather than a Satyam scam. So everybody was go. very interested in saving the company. That's true. This is uh, like going back. It's very good to be part of a. Uh, a company which is registered under the Companies Act then start a partnership firm. You know, technically, what happens is in a like we all have been taught in a company. Even if you do a fraud, then you will go behind bars, not your wife and children and your uh, the property that you own, because it's a separate entity. But in, if you have a partnership, like for instance, if you, me, and Aditya are partners in Indicas, and if I commit a crime, then I think we'll go down according to the Partnership Act, where oh, the really? liability is unlimited. Yeah, I mean, it's like if uh, if we if we owe a lot of money to any of our creditors, uh, creditors jointly, mm-hmm. then they can confiscate our property because the liability of a partner is unlimited. 
unlike in case of a company where the director's liability is very limited. So yeah, I mean, the people can get away with stuff like this. Hmm. So we have rambled and I have digressed, so I'll yeah. pass back to the topic. <laughs> yes, and uh, well, at the end of the year, the company's future looks healthy and they have managed to hold on to their customers and also won a few contracts, including being retained as the IT vendor for uh, FIFA World Cup next year in South Africa. And uh, they have really? also, yeah, yeah, and they have also settled the unpaid cases against Satyam, which is worth uh, $70 million. And they have launched a new campaign with a new theme for rebranding, and it's called as Unlock Enterprise Potential. So mm. they, it, it, it looks like the company's future is healthy, but uh, the only thing is that a year down the line, we still wait for Mr. Raju to be convicted. And I can imagine myself repeating the same line for the years to come. But let's hope law, law will take the right course at the right time. Yeah, somehow our Indian corporate crimes, I guess we are writing the law today. I mean, nobody has seen as big a crime in the corporate world in India. Mm. In the U.S., obviously, over breakfast, uh, maybe you have one or the other company going bust because of the CEO buying some paintings or investing its money in personal gain and all that. doesn't happen in India as much. Yeah. And talking about the U.S. crime, uh, the, another major crime for the year was Raja Ratnam and his hedge fund. And it uh, it brought back the memories of the scam season in U.S. last year. So it, it was the largest ever uh, hedge fund scam in U.S. Yeah, in fact, just a couple of days back, they've uh, uh, filed a fresh case against uh, Raja Ratnam, who was in his given a bail of $100 million. Hmm. They said that, uh, that the guy has earned up to 36 million in fraud and he used to you know he used to tip the people who gave him insider information mm. and those tips uh, allegedly uh, reaped about 19 million dollars for wow. one particular party mm. <laughs> who, who obviously blew the whistle finally that he was the guy who gave me that money and uh, stuff like that and he also had you also had Anil Kumar his mm. good friend and warden alumni mm. who was working with McKinsey and who gave away a lot of information on making these clients like AMD, etc. said that uh, and he also got into trouble. Yeah, but Anil Kumar, who is the director of, who was the director of uh, McKenzie, he has agreed to his crime. So he has pleaded guilty. That's a step forward. And I guess there are other uh, people also like the Intel employee Rajiv Goyal is also uh, allegedly involved. So I think we'll see this year whether they will be convicted or acquitted. And as we have seen in U.S., the uh, turnover of the cases is very uh, fast, like, like the Bernie Madoff case, and we saw that he was jailed for 150 years. And let's see if these guys <laughs> are proven guilty, how many years will they get. Yeah. And we, we, we had like already discussed in our podcast and how they went about unra unraveling the mystery. And it was just like a script of a Hollywood movie and involved a spy, telephone tapping, trapping the big guys, etc. So it, it yeah. was played out on a large scale. And have you seen recently Raja Ratnam's uh, picture in the, in the news? No. He is, uh, still, he still has plump and hale and hearty like he was during his heydays. Because generally I had read that when you have enough stress, you tend to you know, lose weight and all that. But apparently he's gaining quite a bit. So, and he, he always has that smile on his face in those pictures. Uh, yeah, talking about, about the stress, you know, we also had the one very sad news of Mr. Ranjan Das, who was uh, 
the md and ceo of sap india who recently passed away and he was only 42 and uh, very recently in fact uh, the crystal ceo i'm sorry i can't uh, get his name uh, the crystal founder okay. and he was also on board of uh, uh, mukesh ambani's one of one of his companies he also passed away and he was only 50 so i think one one email that circulates uh, has circulated has made the rounds in many of the forwards that we get is how stress has uh, gotten into the lives of all the ceos and the top management so we've lost a couple of lives in india at least because yeah, of stress i guess working 20 hours in a day and not sleeping properly and all that does take a toll on you absolutely i have another reason to tell my mom that let me sleep for 8 hours a night please don't get wake me up in the morning yeah i'm sure your mom is just struggling to make you stay awake 15 hours a day so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm the other kind i love my sleep <laughs> what else do we have Yes and continuing with more bad news the entire world was impacted by the side effects of swine flu and as the world was already reeling under the recession it had to take a swine flu blow which caused it even caused the oil to fall below dollar 50 mark per barrel after a long time yeah the airlines were hit in a major way and the pork industry took a huge hit tourism in mexico and us also lost lot of millions so economically too it was a crippling pandemic but you know in india did you i didn't read much about how uh, swine flu affected the indian businesses mm. uh, because i think uh, in india I, it was I, not it happened probably uh, sometime uh, later but uh, it, it did not it did not spread to such a large scale as it did in the rest of the world right and also because it was a completely curable disease if it was detected if it was diagnosed early and i think indian there were many hospitals in in mumbai in pune who yeah obviously i remember uh, there was a time when the schools were shut over during uh, august september because of the swine flu but i guess uh, it didn't affect as much uh, to india as it did to mexico and those that belt up there yeah i guess we are just immune after so many diseases being spread in india that swine flu is like just okay something that happens once in a while yeah that's what the indians uh, the, the ones in america who would be uh, who would have heard this comment from ritika would have said ah, how how can these people talk like this like we, we get cynical or we get uh, immune even to uh, sad news over time when it comes to poverty and uh, such stuff yeah. no but by, by immune i mean that health wise we are immune Yeah, I guess one of the reasons uh, um, is that uh, forget about spine flu. Little little things like fever and cough and cold, we don't get them as much because you know the best uh, dosa that you get in Mumbai is at Teen Hatma Khan in in Mulund, and right next to it there is a gutter flowing. And uh, you know, not to disparage, what do you say? Disrespect the guy who is doing it, but the Indians just take it as a matter of fact way. Let's respect the food and eat it the way it is. rather than looking at the way it is made i've also read some people saying that uh, the curries that we have also help us being immune to uh, cold and cough and fever because it has yeah. a lot of spices it has garlic it has onion it has turmeric that's just to fool the ones who are living in the west <laughs> yeah the reason we eat outside food we love our sandwiches which are made on the roads and they are not the same like the subway sandwich not at all if you're wondering The yeah. Indians know, obviously. The Indians stay abroad. No, what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, that's just the reason why Indians to spread the curry flavor around the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely.
and well moving on to more bad news i think uh, 2009 was full of uh, was full of more bad news than the good news well uh, the maharaja which is the icon of indian airlines was almost reduced to a pauper and uh, ai was uh, making a loss of almost rupees 15 crore a day and it sought a mm. 10000 crore bailout from union government and not only air india but other airlines like the jet airways and kingfisher in india were also making heavy losses this year owing to the recession right uh, in fact uh, i remember very vividly we had carried a cover story on air india and how uh, it's trying to revive itself and on the cover page they only had a picture of an empty chair an empty chair of the ceo and uh, the the line the line read uh, we couldn't take his picture he's busy shaving the airline somewhere so is yeah. uh, so it basically that the gravity of the situation is so big that they they are facing what uh, about 2636 crore they are they owe to the oil companies the total loss goes to up to close to a billion dollars mm. and uh, the performance is uh, such that it's state of the art for example uh, Uh, very recently it was noted that the average fleet utilization mm. that is an important parameter which says that how many hours does your airplane fly mm. for air india it's only 8.5 hours whereas our other private companies like indigo and go air they fly up to 12 hours every year every day mm. and uh, so imagine air india which has been in operation since the past 3 or 4 decades mm. uh, or for such a long time and as compared to an indigo which is what about 4 4 and a half years old mm. so it's it's we've spoken about the high operating costs the the fuel surcharge and all of that but the main important thing is uh, they're just very lax when it comes to operations in india yeah that's right but uh, like i remember reading a news uh, sometime back that air india is coming back on its feet and it has managed to cut down quite a few losses in the last few months of the year yep in fact uh, one of the reasons is what they've done is they've got three consulting firms who are telling them telling air india how to cut down on its costs mm-hmm. uh, now after after having uh, taken all those recommendations now air india has told booz allen uh, the company which is consulting saying that look you've got to reduce your fees <laughs> just too too much we are not going to pay you that much that should be one of your parameters cut down your fees as well but uh, but on a more serious note they have already they will be saving up to 563 crores uh, in 2010 because of the cost cutting measures that they'll be taking little things like switching off your light in your cabin while moving out to uh, how to increase the turnaround time when an aircraft lands on tarmac so let's let's hope that and obviously air india is not uh, will at the max will file for bankruptcy and will get the support that it needs because uh, from the government uh, because most countries have a government backed airline and uh, generally it it is seen that it sets the standards so india would not want to be an exception to that uh, given the number of people which are employed uh, given the number of general managers you know there are about 200 general managers in uh, air india so imagine the amount of money that is being meted out to them every month so you don't want unemployment at the middle level neither at the operational level so it will be it will be kept running for a while well if us can pour billions of dollars for private companies i think i think india can afford to uh, pour some money for the public sector whether it merits it or not is another story altogether 
but i'm sure it will when the time comes let's hope for the best because currently air india uh, stands for a very bad metaphor uh, if you if a company is doing badly then the headline i read the other day the headline for bsnl was which, which isn't doing very well mm-hmm. the headline was bsnl is going the air india way <laughs> so currently air india stands for anything that is bad and not very profitable when it comes to business uh let's see how it goes for the coming year we'll keep you guys updated on the aviation industry which happens to be one of our favorite topics favorite yes. topics yes and moving on to the good news we were greeted by the historical launch of nano and uh, the yeah. little car from the tata stable which was almost crushed by mamta didi in 2008 finally saw the light of right. the day in fact the application yep. for the car they oversubscribed almost twice uh than the 1 lakh cars which are available for sale and though there have right. been a few complaints about the car's performance and it seems that almost 15% of people who had booked the car have cancelled their booking i guess the next hmm. year will be uh, a litmus test for uh, tatas because we'll see more nanos on the roads and i was just reading that uh, ratan tata has uh, promised the launch of nano in us in the next 3 years so we oh, yes. we will see a lot of fans not only in the us it's interesting he's also gone on to uh, say that he's going to launch it in africa also mm. uh, and i guess uh, it will have more sales in countries like uh, uh, namibia brazil and also in, i mean in, the, in those places in africa yes the third world countries it's also remarkable mm. how the tatas have extended the model to affordable housing and cheap water purifiers Oh yes they have also have gone into real estate which is low cost real estate which was unheard of mm. and i think if i if i'm not wrong there's a place called bordi which is about 180 kilometers from thane mm. and they have invested in that place yes. and i think it was jerry rao of uh, emphasis or memphis is it yes memphis or emphasis memphisis uh, who is one of the investors in that uh, venture so yeah nano i mean tata is known to do a few things Uh, which are the first in the industry and yeah yep. it's called the tata way yeah i'm talking to a to an ex tata employee <laughs> oh, yes. so she she has yeah but no seriously if, when we are talking about nano for instance it has again uh, speaking from the metaphorical point of view nano actually means something that is small hmm. but uh, in this case uh, nano in india would mean something that is very cheap yes. so when uh, bajaj wanted to come up with its uh, two wheeler la- range of bikes which was uh, which cost between 20 and 25000 mm. it said that uh, it's launching a nano like bike mm. so they've and in the us you spoke about the launch of uh, nano in the us they've got uh, uh, two options there for for the females and the males they'll be positioning it differently mm. uh, it's called for her and for him it's like the towels you know in hotels <laughs> for her and for him adams and madams and yes something very similar <laughs> for her comes in cocktail red and it's it's got flowers inside and outside and for him comes in a uh, color called wild life and it's got leather seats door pads and everything that uh, can be squeezed in in a small car like nano in the us yeah well so, ratan yeah, and ratan tata's tenure for uh, tata has also been very remarkable and i remember like i used to work in uh, the same office as ratan tata was at the bombay house and uh, i know i'm sounding very modest right now but uh, it was it was almost you know when he, when he used to come in and we used to know that he is somewhere near the door we all used to just rush out to watch to see him and he was like a rock star 
and i think he is 70 plus he is 72 something and he right. doesn't look his age he, he looks very smart and you can say you can you can say that he is sexy it's okay it's, people can take that ha ah, yeah so yeah i found him very sexy <laughs> he has also announced his retirement this year that he will be reti- retiring in 2012 and uh, they have the tatas have hired a consulting firm uh, to help them find a proper uh, successor to him which will be a very difficult task i'm sure I would love to work for a consulting firm which has assignments like these. <laughs> it, it's amazing how people pay how many millions I don't know to companies to come up with solutions which you already know. Uh, but no, that's very controversial. We'll not get into that. But yes, you spoke about he being a rock star. Actually, he is in real uh, in business terms. You know, after the 2611 attacks, mm-hmm. there are certain things that Tata has done which has never been spoken about because people what they have done. There was a round of emails which was being. uh circulated where little things like each and every person who was uh, injured or who was killed in that attack was given a good amount of money to take care of his uh, education schooling yeah they and had, they, uh, he had set up a fund in tata which took care of hmm. the people who were um, killed in the terrorist attack and it was not just the people who were killed in taj or the employees of taj but it was extended to everyone who was uh, killed in the
Yes, moving on. Uh, well, uh, the economic recovery was back on track and we had seen good quarterly results from most of the companies, especially the IT companies. And uh, we also saw that while the last year was about inflation touching double digits in India, this year was exactly opposite and the newspaper was full of headlines about the inflation turning negative. Absolutely. The policy makers would be scratching their heads. So how are the mar- how are the markets performing? How how much of the studies is going to help us? One year, it's I mean, it's within a matter of three months. Uh, it was a completely what is it? we game when it came to the markets. Yeah, but I guess all is well now as uh, yeah. the, as the economy is recovering and India has posted 7.9 percent growth in the last quarter. So it's a very good thing. And anyways, we'll hope that uh, the year 2010 is good and it accelerates the economic progress. And that was a wonderful speech. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I think you're seeing the future finance minister of India. <laughs> yeah, if you stay there long enough, I don't think they'll give you a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can become a minister after staying so many years outside India, why can't I? So get yourself into the embassy and we'll talk later. We'll, we'll talk then, yes. You, you could have a chance. Yeah. But yeah, it is IT. In fact, the, talking about the quarterly results, the most of the IT companies were they, they surprised themselves. This time last year, if they had earned uh, let's say 100 rupees profit, this time it was 140. So they had about up to 40 to 45 percent growth in uh, not in the net margins but in the revenues, mm-hmm. which uh, surprised not only the shareholders but the companies themselves. So yeah, last year was a very bad time. Last to last year, rather, was a very bad time. Uh, 2009, fairly good last three or four months. And now, people are getting employed. More people are getting jobs than they did uh, this time, uh, one, one and a half years back. Yes. And so, the end of uh, 2009 saw the crashing of Dubai. And it defaulted on its loan. And there was a whole bruha in the newspapers about the job losses and the economy going down in Dubai and the Middle East getting affected. But I guess the end of the year was uh, marked by the opening of the tallest star in Dubai called as the Buruj, Buruj Dubai, right? Yeah, Buruj Khalifa, I guess. It's called Buruj, Buruj or Buruj. Uh, if there is someone who is listening from Dubai or knows how to pronounce that, it's Buruj Khalifa yeah. or Kafila. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think now what the yeah, world is going to re- remember is Buruj Khalifa and not that Dubai had crashed in 2009. A very, a very ironic uh, uh, situations in Dubai while they, they, uh, Dubai World, the investment arm of uh, Dubai, defaulted on some $59 billion loan. Hmm. And the next thing you see is they have invested up to a billion dollars in that huge star. And the surprising fact was that the uh, entire area in the tower was already sold out and it looks like the bashing mm. did not matter. Yes. Well, there were a few Indian companies which benefited from that. You know, Voltas has done the air conditioning for that huge oh, tower. Okay. Because it happens to be our competitor. Somehow we missed mm. the deal. So we, we know about that. So, yes. But, you know, what the, the first thing that... Uh, uh, the ruler of Dubai, whose name is Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Hmm. That's name, address, combined. No, that's not it. That's his name. So what he did was he, uh, his PR uh, is handled by a company called Dubai Media. Hmm. So he, he, 
called in the services of Dubai Press Club and the marketing and branding offices. He he set it up right next to the place works from, and the mandate that was given to them was within the next three months get me as popular as I was before the crash. So they are trying. I, I guess this this tower, the tower, tower which has been built, hmm. uh, used as one of the marketing bullet points in their brochure, saying that look, Dubai is not exactly down as the UK and USA are trying to say with their uh, news. Hopefully, the world uh, in 2010 will not see crashing of more countries and more companies. Yeah, in fact, you spoke about the country getting crashed. uh sometime back it was iceland which yeah. declared bankruptcy yes so yeah i i guess uh, fewer countries and companies will go that way now this year <laughs> yeah well, let's see let's see about that we'll talk about that in the starting of 2011 <laughs> because you never know yeah, absolutely so that's about it is it yes i guess that's about it and i guess it's time for you to go to sleep and for me to go to office it's really weird you know in india we uh, i don't know i used to like go to office by 9 10 11 and then uh, people used to leave really late at night and here even if i go to office at 8 in the morning i see people who are sitting from 7 or 6 in the morning so it's really mm-hmm. weird and uh, what time do you guys work up up until i mean uh, in so the it, evening it's like you have to work for 7 and a half hours uh, in a day so if you come at 7 you can leave at 4 if you come at 8 you can leave at 5 and Like a proper, oh. what do you say, sarkari nokri in India. So it's good. That's cool. So, today you on a Friday you report to work at seven o'clock, get done by four, yeah. and have a two and a half day off. Yes, I, and that's what most of the people do. Ah, so you plan your work around the weekends. Yes. What a way to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's about it from this episode, uh, the first episode in two thousand and ten. Uh, log on to theindicast.com. Uh, leave your comments there. You can also uh, join our Facebook community on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's uh, Indicast Podcast Network. Go log on there. You can post interesting uh, stuff that you come across on the internet uh, or any any stories that you feel that we should be covering. We will cover them. Uh, theindicast.com again is the website. So that's about it. Bye bye. Bye bye.